This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> The army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice Ivy League suit. This will I think. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for Too loud, too loud, too loud. Ah, we're here. You're there. The Tuesday edition, everything seems to be recording correctly. Let's see if I can get this right. Yeah, I've been doing this for a while. Dip, 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 dip. Uh, so we do it each and every Monday through Friday right here at AM 1240. Just checking out all the levels. Everything looks good. And uh, I believe the phone lines are working today. Always a good sign when you have good working phones. I know... Uh, Jeff Graham had an in-studio guest today. Jeff made some good comments. I, I had to laugh during one of the commercial breaks. I'll share that now. With, with, uh, without incriminating our new time host, welcome to the Live at Five show version, the, the hotline version. The, we, we, they call us the bookend boys. One at noon and one at five. Not exactly at six, not a perfect science, but uh, a, a better at five o'clock before the dinner hour. And your opportunity to watch Channel 7 News. And yes, that's right, Bustler's Beauties. See ya! <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, Jeff made a comment today. He was talking to the uh, uh, w- woman from the, uh, the, the, the employment center right down the block from here at the old bank building. And uh, she, she came up with a lot of good information, a lot of good statistics. And if Jeff, of course, discussed, you know, the, the issue about immigration, which, you know, that's, that's part of his gig. And, you know, that's what we talk about here. And uh, the situation, of course, that's also going on in Europe, in Ukraine, where, so where, where at one point Jeff said, wow, <laughs> I could just imagine if Sonny Houston was listening to the hotline show today. She, she would go to like, you know, all, all the edge of the earth with that program. And, and again, while, while I'm saying this, Jeff, you, you understand what Jeff is saying. But it's politically not the most correct thing to say. Well, wow, a lot of people, you know, perhaps educated and, you know, and skilled, uh, you know, being chased out of their, you know, nation like Ukraine, that might be preferable for us to have here. Whereas, you know, we have unskilled labor coming from the South. You know, <laughs> it's like, you know, I'm like, okay. <clears throat> Again, it's, uh, it's fair and balanced if, you know, if you're talking to the right people. I still think that's fair and balanced. But by today's standards, you can't even tie your shoe uh, straight these days without getting in trouble for it. Last night, uh, I, I, again, it's horrible to see. All, uh, and again, the stuff that happened in today in the, in the, in the uh, subway there in, in uh, Brooklyn, they're still looking for the guy. And by the way, don't worry, it's not the guy who robbed the bank from Watertown. He, remember, he was caught over the weekend. It's not him. Plus, it's not him. <clears throat> anyway... Uh, yeah, so any, what was I just talking about? I just lost my frame of thought. So the last night, Tucker Carlson was talking about uh, the, the, sh- the, the shutdown they're having 
total closure in the largest city in the world. That's Shanghai. Over 25 million people live there. He's calling it the largest prison right now. And, of course, his premise is like, well, first, um, this isn't you know, the, the, the original coronavirus, <clears throat> nor is it one of its strains after the fact, like Omicron. But they're closing down Shanghai anyway. Because apparently Shanghai is a center of, I guess, you know, uh, liberal thought in China. 25 million people living on top of one, one another like bugs. They might have uh, a tendency to, to, to be anti-government to some degree or, or, or other. So they shut down the whole city. So watching all the stuff that we've seen in Ukraine, watching the inhumanity things that we see at the border when people are dying uh, every now and then crossing the, the Rio Grande, it's horrible to see that. The, the loss of, of humanity. Uh, children, women, men, doesn't matter if it's a human body. I don't care if they're 110. It's just a horrible see, th- scene to see that. And I mentioned today the, the carnage, although I don't think anyone died down there in, in uh, Brooklyn, uh, just the, the blood and whatnot and the, and the torment and how, how bad that is. It's awful. For about 15 seconds last night, Tucker Carlson played video that apparently is all over YouTube and social media of what the Chinese government is do, are doing right now, or is doing right now in Shanghai. If you, for instance, uh, have a pet and you live in some high-rise or somewhere, and uh, now you're in quarantine indefinitely, and they showed the conditions there, someone had a body cam, it's, 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 it's sad. But at the same time, what do they do with the pets that are left behind? They kill them. There's, there's one video, and again, it's, if there's children listening, this is not the appropriate time. Perhaps you, know, you can listen on another day. But this is serious stuff. And this is the crazy Glenn Curry mind. Here it is, you know, yes, thousands of people are dying in Ukraine. And God only knows how many people are losing their lives just going crazy in, in, living in a high-rise uh, in Shanghai. But the video of hopeless animals in, in what appears to be a netted ba- bag left to die on the sidewalk dogs and cats in the same bag by the way just t- totally restricted from movement this is their way of, of uh, i don't know what they're doing they're scaring the hell out of people or they're just the most insensitive uh, people a uh, country in the world but this is their answer if you have covid we're going to bring you in we're going to take you with the d- detention center for God knows how long. And again, this is, this is China's problem, not ours. Tucker seems to think that this is going to go worldwide one day. And it's funny, I, I would sit here a couple of years ago prior to COVID-19 and I'd laugh in his face. But now I'm like, well, wait a minute, maybe Tucker's got something on. But it's happening. And to hear those defenseless cats meowing just left there on the sidewalk, it's just a horrible thing. So I, I texted my friend Liz today. And, and, and sometimes you just don't want to share bad news with someone else because it just makes their day more miserable. But apparently everyone's been seeing some aspect of it on, 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 uh, online. And it's a terrible, terrible thing. You know, we have a tendency as a people, as a civilization, to never disclose agony of a woman or a person, rather, burning to death or falling off a building like we saw in 9-11. We won't show that. But to some degree, we will allow the suffering, the visual of a suffering of, of an animal, in this case, domestic animals, cats, dogs. I can't even, for instance, watch, you know, uh, those shows over the years where they show a lion eating a zebra to bits or a gazelle or, or a wildebeest. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I think a pure hell is to, to come back as either a zebra, a gazelle, or a wildebeest in the prairies of, you know, the jungles of, 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 of Africa because you don't have a chance. Not a ch- even when you think you have a chance and you're getting some water, a crocodile bites your head off. It's a horrible existence. But they show that all the time. 
And it's like, oh, okay, you know, there's so much you could take of that or, or a shark eating another big, big fish. You could tolerate that. But at the same time, you feel sorry for the fish, right? You know, the human condition is one thing. We could do something about that. We can get back at the Russians, hopefully, one day. We can remove Putin from power, hopefully, the worse. But, boy, just seeing defenseless animals there left in a bag to die, it's just awful. So I don't know if you saw that, if you feel the same way I do. Um, I just wanted to share that with you because the world has gone upside down. There's no doubt about it. And, and when, it's amazing how... I, you know, you often think about what's what's the what's the end of days anyway? What what are we gonna look like? Is it gonna be World War Three? Are we just gonna have a dispute over water or terrain or religion? What is it gonna be? Or is it gonna be a meteorite or a horrible volcano or all these things that um, Hollywood's been predicting and portraying now for for generations? Is it gonna be any of those? Well, let's just say this: with the exception of this alleged uh, uh, global warming that's going on as we speak, uh, I, the, I think nature's doing pretty good. We haven't had a major earthquake in this country in decades. Yes, every now and then we have a hurricane season that might be worse than something. But, you know, you look in the past, it's, it's no different than it was back at the turn of the century. And it's just, it just, it just, I'm just boggled by, by the fact that it, we are our own worst enemy. We can't bl- blame Mother Nature. can't blame a, 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 a mudslide. A, a, you know, a, yeah, horrible things have happened, but we're still here. So it's just terrible. What, what, and I, and I, I have no respect for, you, uh, for Putin after this. Who would? No respect for the Russians for believing this bastard. And I, and I know that there's a lot of people suffering right now in China. But to be a part of the political party in China, for instance, and told, hey, if you, if you take somebody in with COVID, kill their dog while you're at it. Take a shovel if you need to. I know you've got to be a cold, callous person to work in such environments at any place, at an animal shelter, at, at a, uh, um, a slaughterhouse. I know someone's got to do that stuff. Someone's got to be, I'm not going to call them callous because they're not. They've got to be stronger than Glenn Curry. They have to do what they need to do. I don't have that ability. But I don't think that same person would go out and kill someone's dog because they're not being tended to because that person's, uh, the dog's owner is going to be left in some chamber for God knows how long with, with, with a COVID uh, 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 ailment that, that's not going to kill him or her. So what are they doing there? And again, the whole thing behind the Tucker Carlson thing is, oh, well, this is next. We're going to be next. And again, as much as I love watching Tucker Carlson and Fox News, I know there's certainly a level of conspiracy theories there. But I, I can't imagine we would get to that point. But that said, I, like I said earlier, anything is possible. Not to mention uh, the Democrats do need a reason uh, going into the midterms. Where are we today? We're on April, what's today's date? April 12th. April 12th is the day. So here we, and, uh, you know, so anyway, I just wanted to, to, to open up the show that way. If you have anything to talk about right, that you want to talk about, uh, we haven't talked about local issues in a while. I apologize for that. Uh, no news is good news. It doesn't look like anything is, it is running rampant in the city. Uh, and uh, a horrible story about that, that, that family that lost their house, I believe, in Dexter the other night. And again, I mentioned earlier about the, uh, the Brooklyn thing. So what, whichever, it doesn't look like anyone died there, but some maniac decided to uh, throw off some smoke bombs and uh, shoot a lot of people. So far, no one has died down in Brooklyn. It's a huge story. Uh, Fox had it live all morning for some reason. I was kind of surprised with that. Uh, but uh, that's about it. So what I do now is I, I can't use my computer. 
so I have to go to my phone. Uh, my computer records the show so I can set it, uh, set forth, uh, or rather upload this to uh, Studio 550. Uh, it, by the way, if you've been noticing, there's been ads running on AM 1240 and all the other community broadcast uh, uh, stations showcasing a, a podcast that uh, Bruce Mittman's uh, uh, agency has in Boston. That's called Studio 550. And their premier show is former morning man Jerry Callahan. Those spots, I think, just started this past weekend. So you'll hear them here. and encourages people to go to either Spotify or any, any one of your listening platforms that you prefer and listen to the Jerry Callahan show. I, for one, uh, enjoy him. I know him now personally, over the phone at least. We've done a couple of conference calls. He's one of many guys uh, in recent years that have lost their jobs to big corporate uh, uh, entities in the radio business. Apparently, there's a squeaky wheel in uh, the Boston area that's had a lot of people chased out of their jobs in the last five, six years. And Jerry is one of them. Uh, he did mention that the context of the conversation that was, I guess, the last straw or the last uh, uh, nail in the coffin was that they were talking about a young uh, uh, area student uh, that was uh, uh, turning from, I believe, a female to a male. They were just bringing, talking about it as a subject, as a topic, because let's face it, uh, the trans world is part of a lot of people's vernacular these days. Uh, this came up, I believe, in, in their context in a morning show on WEEI uh, about three, four years ago. And a couple of days later, he was axed, left to, uh, to leave. A similar situation happened uh, to a, uh, a right-wing radio hostess uh, who, said, who made a comparison between the slogan of UPS and our vice president, Kamala Harris. And UPS's slogan is, what has Brown done for you? If, 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 you know, if you've seen a UPS truck, it's, it's, you know, they are synonymous, synonymous rather, with, the, uh, with the color brown. They wear the brown jumpsuits. They have the brown trucks. Uh, everything about them is brown. So what can brown do to you, for you? Well, uh, other astute uh, members of society have noticed that our vice president loves the color brown, uh, in particular to brown's uh, pantsuits or, or uh, uh, dress, what do they call them? Hillary wore them too, but she typically wore a combination of white or off gray, whatever. But, uh, you know, Kamala likes brown. So this right-wing hostess of some radio group, I don't know if it was Enacom or one of them, uh, she, said she made that as a tweet. So what has Brown done for us lately, making the comparison to apparently nothing? Well, she lost her job less than 24 hours later. And uh, both, I believe, the general manager and the district manager of their particular radio group uh, got on a conference call with her and, uh, and agreed wholeheartedly why she should be left go, let go. Uh, the reference there, despite the fact that what has Brown done for you, what can Brown do for you uh, when it comes to a private company, otherwise known as UPS out of Seattle, that's okay in the advertising world. But when you make a reference to it, to a woman who happens to wear brown and who, in fact, is already brown, born that way, well, that's racist. So uh, she's going to fight. She's not going to take this sitting down. And uh, this is one of many cases where uh, being woke will, will, will cost you. So, and I'm sorry I don't know her name, but she's been on the Tucker Carlson show, and she seems like a real firecracker. And uh, more than likely, Fox will probably take her, uh, you know, will probably hire in the upcoming weeks. Uh, but she will pursue that, and that's good. The other big news, if anyone's paying attention, is Whoopi Goldberg is, is uh, for her second day indefinitely, and I mentioned this yesterday, uh, not on the, uh, the View, which, again, Glenn Curry, of course, has the number one theory 
And everywhere I go on Facebook, wherever this topic comes back, hey, where's Whoopi? What's going on there? I'm like, well, let's go through the comments. Let's see if anyone has the analysis like Glenn Curry does. And, of course, no one does. There's, oh, I hope, she, I hope she quits for good. I hope she's blah, blah, blah. Go, on, go to the end of the earth. This, that, and the other thing. Don't come back. Um, good riddance. Nobody says no. There's a reason for this. She's not making. She might be making a movie. Who knows? She's not making the color purple. I could tell you that much. But she's out and about doing one thing or another. But the biggest reason right now is Kyle Rittenhouse. And no one's heard about from Kyle Rittenhouse, but he has a battery of lawyers right now, making probably a thousand dollars a minute, making sure that everyone that that. Uh, uh, had anything bad or poorly to say about Kyle Rittenhouse, either t- before, during, or a- even after, and in Whoopi's case, after the verdict was read, she still called him a murderer on national TV. So her name came up as a, p- uh, as a potential, I guess you could say, defendant uh, 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 in the case of, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Dip, 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 where's my lawyer's cap here? Uh, uh, anyway, he was he he was besmirched to say the least, and his reputation uh, as a result of that was uh, he doesn't want to carry that for the rest of his life. So just like they did down there in Washington with Sandy Man, there the young kid from Kentucky, uh, he sued CNN, he sued uh, MSNBC, I believe, and he got a boatload of money from the Washington Post. And this last game, that was only because he stood defiant. People were calling him a, a, a you know, a Nazi there, uh, in defiance to the to the older uh, Indian guy beating on a drum there in Washington D.C. He made millions from that. Can you imagine how much Rittenhouse is going to be making uh, from 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 uh, from all the claims? So that's my uh, um, that's my theory. I'm sticking to it. Uh, and uh, who, if if for instance Whoopi Goldberg were the day to day host, and that story came out, you know how awkward that would be for her to actually show up the next day, or worse, not show up that day. So what's the remedy? Get rid of her now. So when it happens, you know that people will start putting two and two together and said, well, they should have been listening to Glenn Curry to begin with, and then realize it's oh, oh that's the reason. It would have been a hell of a lot worse if she hung around, waited for this. So I don't know if the Kyle Rittenhouse thing will be coming up soon, uh, but it's definitely part of the reason or the main reason why she's not there. And the other thing is uh, our other favorite liberal, uh, uh, Rachel Maddow, uh, is not is now has announced that she's only going to do her time slot or her show, which she's been doing forever now. She's only going to do it once a week, and she just signed a huge contract. Isn't that weird? I should ask Joe Stanley that question. If you sign up for XYZ dollars to you know to be the host of a of a one hour show, and then you know weeks later say, oh, I'm not gonna, I'm going to work on other projects and only going to show up once a week, does that nullify the contract? I seem to, and of course we all know that Jen Psaki's uh, of departing her ways uh, from the from the Biden administration. Although she already knows she's got a gig waiting for her at MSNBC, looks like they're keeping the seats warm for her over there. Uh, she still remains as a press secretary. People's challenger on that, but she's leaving. So slowly but surely, I know this has been the theme in recent weeks, and certainly just in the last couple of days, people are, try- are trying. You know, even the left is turning on themselves, and uh, and this that's exactly what they're really good at. Joe Biden got them where they wanted to be, get rid of Donald Trump, but now we're almost at the two-year mark. The guy's a complete failure, and what's worse, more and more people are talking about Hunter Biden. Yes, including people on the left. we got to do something about this. So, again, it's the discussion that I've been bringing up. I don't know what the Democrats are going to decide upon, where they're going to be going, and we all know ultimately at the end of the day, that uh, at the end of this year at least, uh, they're going to lose the House and Senate. So it should be an interesting year. Uh, to say the least. Uh, 755-1240. Sometimes I have to check to see if the phones are working. Let's see if they are. Dip, 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 dip. You know what? They might not be working. 
I think we do have a problem today. I, oh, sorry, I, I, I was mistaken. We don't have a problem today. So if you want to chime in, by all means, 755-1240 uh, is the number. No one's calling, so let's do this. Let's uh, step away for a moment. Let's showcase some spots. By the way, it's beautiful outside. Last I checked, it was 54 degrees. Got somebody on the line here. Let's go right to it. Hi, you're in the air. No more uh, 3D printing guns for you, mister. Yeah, I know. We were talking about it yesterday. It's crazy, Ray. Uh, so, so you know, what they were talking about yesterday uh, was the ghost guns. I thought it was the printing thing, and maybe maybe there's another aspect of it. It, it is. Part of it is. Part yeah. of it is. The other part is you can buy offline. You can buy, like, the uppers. You can, and um, and the stocks and stuff like that. You could build a gun quite easily It's it, without um, there being any serial numbers on. There, are a lot of people out there making guns that way from from your from what you gather? Yeah, they do. I mean, they do. They so what they'll do is they'll buy a, a cheap gun shop gun that this probably doesn't work all that well, and they they use the lower, which has a lot of times has maybe sometimes has numbers on it, but probably doesn't. Right. Now I know I notice buy a new and they buy a new upper for it, and then it's an unmarked gun. I noticed when when uh, President Biden was holding what looked to be a gun, it was just the frame of just the shell of a gun. That in itself looks like a gun. So someone there's a there's companies rather that manufacture them and sell them like that. Uh, are, are yeah, those there's a lot of there's a lot of companies that sell uh, uppers online without any numbers on. So is that the reason they want to sell it so that it's under the radar? You call them uppers. Is that what they're well, called? Well, yeah, they do. But I mean, it's you see, you have the right as an American citizen to build a gun if you, you want. Have you have right to use. to sorry, it's a trigger reaction. I you just, can't sell it. Yeah, but you you could go into your shop tonight if you wanted to and manufacture a gun and use it all you want right so all right so i haven't touched that yet why all of a sudden is, is the president concerned with ghost guns and again a ghost gun apparently well, comes I from think the left it could be i think it kind of is a it is a problem on the streets but it's not something that you and i are into it's it's criminals i mean i, I mean enough for nothing i'm i'm, I'm gonna make a, a, a general a generalization somewhat similar to mayor jeff graham today when he was comparing refugees from europe and others uh you know it, it seems to me like that he's picking on a certain type of a person and that if if you're good enough to like crazy ray is good with his hands he's i don't know he used to, he did very well vocationally he, he knows auto parts he knows how to fix cars he's one of those guys like if you gave him 20 pieces he can make a gun out of it so but the Average thug in America doesn't do it that way. Is he targeting people that, for the most part, are like you and me that would, you know, make it a hobby to make guns? And he's picking on the wrong people once well, again. I mean, it affects somebody like you and I that, if we wanted to make guns, we can't. Well, I mean, no, it's, but but can, is that, are those people? We can do it, but I mean, we we can't take and make ghost guns. That, and here's my point: because just what two weeks ago they had the incident in Sacramento, six people got killed there. We had a gun incident again today. <laughs> And these people aren't, they don't talk about these issues. Now, New York is one thing. If something happens in New York, it's going to, because that's the epicenter of, of media. They're going to showcase it. It's right at their own disposal. But there's so many incidents where, it, oh, or some, someone's in trouble in the background there. Is someone in trouble? Is that an announcement? My, my granddaughter's thinking about opening an umbrella inside. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's bad luck, Teller. Can't do that. Yeah, it's bad luck. So, Glenn, told, Glenn says, "Don't do it." Don't do that, Mary Poppins. But okay, my point is this: I just think like they're they they constantly pick on the wrong people. Crazy Ray, that's my point. Uh oh, someone's no, not happy. She's mad at you. Right? Tell her that she, we're not talking about ghost guns anymore. So she's okay. <laughs> and, and you know, I don't know if you heard me earlier, but you know, if your granddaughter 
ever somehow or other saw footage that I saw last night of cats and dogs being let you know in bags on and on sidewalks. It's just a horrible. It's a horrible thing, and I guess you got to be real careful yeah, with what oh, kids yeah. see these days. Because I'm an adult, and that affected me. I couldn't imagine if I was your granddaughter's age or older, and uh, and I saw something like that. I, I I couldn't make heads or tails out of it. Why why humans would treat animals like that? It's a, it's atrocious. And what's worse, Crazy Ray, and this is Glenn Curry speaking. I should really put as much emphasis on the human loss too, just like yeah, and she agrees with me. Then, then with animals, but for some reason, when I see hardship from animals on visual, I feel sorry for them more. I don't know what it is. I got to work on that. I really do. Anyway, go ahead. Dip, 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 dip. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, they don't worry about. Here's the thing: they worry about these ghost guns, but they don't worry about the average Joe down the street living in Skid Row, who's never had medication for years, schizophrenic. Right. Talking to his friends in his little uh, tent about, you know, nothing. Whether he should go down to a grocery store and shoot everybody, or should he go stay there in the tent? You right, know? right, right, right. No. They don't worry about that. Where the first thing that the first law, if you want to pass a law to keep safety, is to go around and say, okay, you haven't had your medications for years. We're going to bring you into a doctor's office every week. And we're going to check you, and we're going to give you the shots that you need. Right. Yeah, but then someone will hand him five dollars. He'll buy a bottle of Ripple, and then he'll be right back to where he was. I mean, there's a lot of well, people yeah, that just aren't retrievable. Crazy Ray deal there can be handled, but for a lot of people, with a shot every month. Hey, by the way, Crazy Ray won't do it because see, you can if you're schizophrenic, Glenn, you could say you don't want it. That's true. Yeah, I don't want it right now. Billy told me not to. Who's Billy? Yeah, you don't want to know. All right, so uh, let's change the subject. Let me ask you, Crazy Ray, did you hear about the lieutenant governor's woes getting arrested yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, for I hope that he makes a deal. I hope he blows a lot of people under for uh, for uh, campaign fraud. You know, we should be getting I a can think of a few people. Lee Zeldin should be on the phone with us right now, calling up every radio station right now in New York State, and, and Giuliani should be doing the same thing, but they're not. This is huge news. Hochul's got egg on her face once again. She went for the gusto. She figured she'd go for the for the homeboy down there and get all all the attention. As, oh, look who I'm hiring as our, as a lieutenant governor. Look at me. Look at me. They never met in the same room prior to that. Uh, and now look at him. A couple of months later, uh, this guy is arrested for, for a, a, a litany of things. Now uh, Congresswoman uh, 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 Stefanik is asking for his resignation, which, by the way, crazy, it won't happen. Won't happen at all. And she'll st- and and Hochul will still win by at least four points, just awful, <laughs> just terrible. But crazy Ray, thanks well, for the unless yeah. unless this guy's got a deal to make. Yeah. he makes it. You know, he's got a deal to make. There's going to be a lot of people going down. Well, that's true, but it's still it doesn't make him look good from from what I can see. That's for sure. Thanks, Crazy Ray. Thanks for the call. Uh, that's uh, right. Crazy Ray, ladies and gentlemen, here on the Live Five Show. And just as I said that, I lost the last call. But anyway, whoever that was, just uh, you know, you know the number. Obviously, just dial it again. So yes, yeah, Stefanik uh, is saying the arrest of Governor Hochul's hand-picked lieutenant governor puts on display once again the corrupt cesspool of Albany. Lieutenant Governor Benjamin's charges of bribery and campaign fraud prove he has to put his own interest above that of New York State. The corruption is in the Hochul uh, administration is showing. Stefanik says, but just last week. Governor Hochul uh, chose to turn a blind eye to Benjamin's cr- uh, criminal activity and stood by her handpicked choice for lieutenant governor. That's our congresswoman, at least until December 31st. Uh, and then, and by the way, uh, has anyone heard anything about the, there, was a, there was a lawsuit against the redistricting or the gerrymandering going on in New York State? That story was just hit, hit the airwaves, what, just last week? What happened there? Nothing? Nothing. Hi, you're in the air. Yeah. 
Yes, how are you doing, Glenn? It's Jason. It's Jason. Um, I, I want to say, I just want to, my heart goes out to the people in New York City. Yeah. You know, we have, for a long time, as I was building my platform, the myth of well-being of our community and city is we have to uh, understand people have mental breakdowns, and this gentleman had one. Wait, wait, wait. You're, you're telling me they haven't even caught the guy yet. You're saying that the guy that committed this had a, had a, nerve, had a mental breakdown? It, it could have been, Glenn Curie, because anyone that goes out and does that kind of things to other people, he could have had a breakdown. So, I imagine he did. Should we, should we feel sorry for a guy that, because of a nervous breakdown, felt compelled to get a loaded gun and, 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 and attack people at will in a, in a crowded subway car today? Should we feel no, sorry no, for someone like that? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, that's but you kind of are, Jason. In a sense, you're like, yeah. well, you, you're, you're not necessarily condoning it, but you're, you're kind of bringing it down a notch or two. As like, well, this is the problem with society. People get depressed and they get angry. And when they get angry, they start killing people. And that's just not good. So we really should start well, reaching out to people well, with hardships. Right. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. I, my, what I ran last night was about compassion and love. Now, when someone does a terrible thing, Glenn Curry, it should be held accountable for their actions. But what I'm saying also is if that person finds salvation, right. they find that what they did was wrong, right? and they come to a Jesus moment in jail, Yeah. Then we should not totally condemn them, but we should have compassion upon them. Jason, Jason let me let me let, let me throw something at you. Let me throw you. You got your lovely bride there, um, you oh. know, and she's going to be a oh. doctor and she's going to save the world. And, and and I mean that. I'm not kidding. Mm -hmm. uh, if somehow or the God forbid, she was at the in the mercy of someone who just shot her, and she lay there dying, would you, would you be as compassionate to the person who committed a heinous crime like that, like you are right now? I got to ask you. I, I would I I would feel sorry, and what would I want to go out and kill that person? Yeah, that, that did harm to my thing. Yeah, I would I would be as bad as that. Yeah, I, yeah maybe so, but you know, I don't. There's got to be somewhere in the Bible where hey, if some guy starts you know hassling you, I saw a story last night, and I just again we're talking about. I started off with a story about <coughs> what's going on in Shanghai. <laughs> And, and, and well, I don't know if that's funny, but nonetheless, I started off talking about the you know how inhumane we can be, and we know how we can be to one another. But yes, last night I was watching one of the uh, an older version of uh, uh, Forensic Files, and it was this story of this uh, young man, just someone like yourself, younger than you, married a young teenager, in, maybe in Arkansas, wherever the hell it was. He was 21, she was 16. They went fishing. And uh, they befriend someone on, uh, on the river, and the river says, hey, come to this area. It got dark out. Long story short, this stranger shot the, uh, the husband, killed his do her, the, the dog they were with, and repeatedly raped the 16-year-old the for about like eight hours, and convincing, right. her, convincing her that it was all a mistake. And because she was 16 and traumatized, she actually did the whole you know, uh, Stockholm Syndrome thing, and she, she, she believed him. So that was the nature of the story. Of course, the guy went away to jail. And at the very end of it, he says he's out for parole next year, 2023. So, again, J Jason, he, it comes right down to us. Yes, as, as humans, Jesus wanted us to be compassionate to everyone, including our foes, including those who might be murderers, who might be rapists. But that's a hard thing to swallow, Jason. It truly it, is. It, it, it is, Glenn Curry. There was a Curry. story in the Bible about a woman that was a prostitute. And she was caught in the very act of adultery. Now, that's very terrible to us, very bad.
just like murder, sin. Sin is sin. Wait, wait, you're saying adultery is as bad as murder? Well, sin is sin. Whether it be murder, whether it be sin is sin. It, it, wow. Wow. We could we could justify different types of acts. Yeah, and, and we really could because you know there's always the argument of like sex and uh, and oral sex. You know, I mean, some people was like, <laughs> well, it's really not the same. So, but according to according to Jason right now, like a sin is a sin. So you're saying like, uh, you know, if 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 you like Glenn Curry when he was 12 years old, they stole two Richie Rich uh, comic books. <laughs> That's just as bad as as, as David Ber- Berkowitz killing people at will. Is that is I mean, it's a no, sin? I no, committed no, a sin. Not. No, that's, that's that's not what I'm saying, Glenn. Is um, Gary? Yes, that person will be. I want to run. Right. <laughs> so what I'm saying to you is, in God's grace, in right. God's eyes, right. I'm not Jesus, but I know in my life, uh, Colin Curry, that Gary. you know, doing things in my life that weren't right, uh, uh, principle, right. that God gave me forgiveness, right, right, and all those sin. things. Right. The only reason why I'm alive today is because of this grace. Now, this guy did some terrible things. Yeah, yeah. He's still on the run, by the way. Help for his, right. for his actions. Let's, let, I'm it, not it, here. You know what's funny? Judge I, I, hate, I hate to say this, because the guy that, that robbed the bank down in Monticello in an orange jumpsuit the other day, did you see that guy from, from Watertown? No, no. He's like six foot something, 33 years old. You know, down and out, and he figured he'd get away with it. He did. I, I got to give the guy credit. I mean, no one got hurt. He stole a boat, uh, some money, jumped into a stolen truck, and he did it all in an orange outfit. And today they said the guy that blew up the, the smoke bombs and shot a lot of people was also wearing something bright like, as to make him look like he worked for the DOT or something, like a big orange and yellow vest. So I said, well, well maybe what, that's the way to do it. Things. Saying, what I'm saying, Glenn Curry, is Curry. that what this person did, whether it be a man or a woman, yeah, it's a man. terrible and it's bad. Yeah, it's a and black man, by the way. Violence against anyone. Right. But the reality of it, that if he, when he goes to jail, this individual, right. and he asks his grace, and forgiveness and right. kill. Right. From Jesus Christ, that's more merciful than I am. Let's than capture anyone. him first, uh, Jason. Let's let's make sure he doesn't kill or shoot anybody else at this point. But Jason, I got to go. But thanks for the call, my friend. Thank you as always. You too. All right, I'll talk to you. That's Jason. I don't know if we make any sense of those conversations. I don't know if it's possible. But we have some fun. That's for sure. Yeah. When I was uh, I was in Kerhonkson, New York, when I was a kid, and people would say, "Hey, if you go to the back of the drugstore, it was like Martin's Drugstore." And uh, apparently they had a fire there years later, like everywhere. And But anyway, it was a nice place. It was air-conditioned. We walked from the bungalows. We walked about a mile down into the town of Kerhonkson. And we loved going into Martin's because you can get a cold soda. You know, back then in the 70s, you can get everything for like a nickel. You know, I mean, it, it was no different than your, than your mother. I mean, she lived years earlier. But somehow or other, the pricing was still the same. And we still don't have enough money to buy a comic book, or if we did, we certainly didn't pay for it because what the whole idea was, the corner of the drugstore had the comic books right by the entrance and had one of those big mirrors. So you had to make sure no one was looking from the pharmacist, uh, you, know, like, you know, like Jeff Kirkby <laughs> looking at me stealing a, stealing a magazine or something. So I, I, uh, so I, t- I, t- I took two uh, Richie Rich comic books, stuck them in a bag or my under my... I can't remember what I did, but I left. And to this day... Now, again, that was a long time ago. That was probably in, in like 1974, 75 or somewhere thereabouts. And to this day, I feel guilty about that. So that's why I wanted to share that story with you. Hi, you're on the air. Hey, Glenn Curry. How you doing today? What's happening? It's Lefty. I don't know how you put up with your last caller, man. <laughs> I, I listened to him, and then I listened to him 
as a, the city council meeting as well. Oh, right. I don't know what his little shtick is with saying somebody's name over and over. If it's some sales pitch that he picked up on some infomercial or something. Oh, about my name. Effective. Right. It's nothing but annoying. <laughs> and well, then his condescending. So, so you'll know, and so you know, we're both brought up in the Catholic Church. Yeah. No one, including him, <laughs> has any closer communication or understanding of God than right. anyone else does. Right. Take that as it, as it is, but it's condescending for him to do something and say he hasn't made a judgment. Well, it's not up to him to make a judgment. He can't even make a sandwich without question. <laughs> welfare. I don't want to hear about it anymore. I'm really sick of him saying your name over and over and being all over like bad weather, saying everybody's name over and over. He's another guy. He ain't going to ever get anything done. <laughs> you know, people get things done. People that get up early in the morning, people that show up, right. that's the biggest thing. If you ever look at, like, say, a, at like an athlete that's very successful, yeah. they're very successful in everything. Aaron afterwards. Judge. They're really driven. Right. Like an A-Rod or something, really oh, driven on, on every level. Not a bad, not someone who just had natural talent and didn't do anything else. Mm-hmm. But people that are really driven right. are the people that get things done. And when all you're doing is calling up and saying someone's name, Glenn Curry, over <laughs> and over, first of all, when he speaks, he needs to know where the comma goes because it's as though he was saying the murderer is Glenn Curry. You know, it was like he said, you know, it, the whole thing is the shtick isn't funny. All right, all right. And I don't think it's intentionally funny. But, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to let you go. You have a great day. Bye-bye now. That's, uh, that's the extrovert telling it like it is. And uh, this is the Live at Five show with yours truly. And uh, this is what I got to do. I got to do a break and we'll be back right after this. There's a lot of things that need changing. One of them could be your vote. Perry Golden for Jefferson County Sheriff. Paid for by the committee to elect Perry Golden. Ah, welcome back. I got somebody on the phone. Let's just jump right to it. That's what we do here. Hi, you're in the air. Hey, hey, Glenn. Uh, so, Lieutenant Governor, did you just hear the latest about him? Well, yeah, I, I heard about his bribe, and he's, he was arrested. I just sent an email to Heather. That's uh, Andrew Giuliani's assistant, seeing if we well, can get an interview. There's more to it now. Oh, what happened? What happened? Oh, correspondent. He resigned. Oh, he did. Okay. Good, good. He resigned, yeah. Good, good. Oh, he was listening to uh, Congresswoman Stefanik. Once she, she talks, you got to do what she tells you to do. Yeah, I just seen um, Assemblyman Mark Walzik's Facebook, and uh, he mentioned it. That's how I just found out. Interesting. So our correspondent from St. Lawrence County, otherwise known as... Uh, now, you, uh, we won't get into it. So what else is going on? Anything else to declare? Uh, are, you li- are you still living in Governor, or are you down here most often? Yes. Yes, I still live in Governor. Okay, and, and how, how's it? I mean, I gotta ask you, how's it going up there? I mean, it's all right. I will tell you what, though, the weather is nicer here. Why? Every time it seems the weather is nicer here. Hmm. Like every time I I I have to go to Watertown. Yeah. By the time I get to Watertown, it's either cloudy or raining yeah. or yeah. snowing or something. You know, it's funny you so should it, say that. My like the my brother. Sun, my brother noticed that. My, my, when my brother was, we went in on uh, the property years ago. He's no longer part of it, but years ago he would come up here in the summer, and he, he'd always look across the, the bay, uh, you know, from where Point Peninsula is. He says, "Yeah, I always see a cloud over there." And I, I look across. Of course, he was looking at Watertown. It's weird. We get more we get more rain, snow, and and clouds than St. Lawrence County in Governor is right on the border. It's really weird. Very strange. Uh, anything else, though? Anything else weird going on in the neighborhood? I mean, really, for the most part, uh, no news is good news. I say that a lot. We haven't had a house a fire. Uh, no one was doused with gasoline. I did see that they had some type of tribute to the man who died. 
uh, who, uh, in that uh, Winslow uh, uh, fire. Anything else from that? Have we heard anything about the guy who started it at all, uh, Donnie? No. Um, last time I know is, is that everything got switched over to the county court because he's being charged with felonies. Okay, gotcha. So, uh, all right, so the city won't be handling that case, I'm assuming. It's going to be a uh, it's county cr- case from this point going forward? Yeah. It's a murder case. Yeah, yep. And what about the two other people? Are they, are they back in action? Are they back in town? Are they still, one, one of which was sent down to Syracuse, I believe. That I don't know. I'm not sure what the updates on them people are. And, uh, and here it is. You live in Governor. I have no idea whether or not the house is still standing. Uh, but, you know, it's funny because sometimes, it's not funny, but uh, often when a house uh, burns in any way, even if it's like, you know, structurally unsound, they will tear it down within 48 hours or a week, tops. But there's so many, ha- I don't know about the Winslow Street house, but there's a house near me where it's been, it's, it's been gutted by fire. It was gutted by fire at least three, maybe four years ago, and it's still there. What's the deal with that? that that's, that's one, it's unsafe. Uh, it doesn't do much for property value. And obviously, it's 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 stuck in some red. Someone somewhere doesn't have any money to tear it down, but uh, I I thought the city just acted upon themselves to tear it down anyway. But nonetheless, uh, I, yeah, no that I'm not to. sure. I did drive by there on Sunday, yeah. and the house was still standing. still there, still there. Um, What's left of it? Yellow yellow tape around it with a fence still. Yeah. yeah. So it, I mean, it, it's a murder scene now. So I don't know what they're going to do. Well, and then the other thing is just to remind people that the the person who did pass, a young man, uh, he was an artist, and it's in a strange. His life still really lives here, uh, um, Donnie, in a sense, because you yourself, you 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 shared some pictures of his work. He was a you know, let's call him what he was. He was a graffiti artist, and uh, he did a certain design uh, that people might see around town. Um, it's it's a little odd, but nonetheless, I figured I'd share it because the man is no longer alive. But his work, in a, in a strange way, even though it is not legal to to, to, to you know do that stuff, uh, I I still feel like a part of him is still alive, which is kind of a cool thing. But so anyway, we don't know anything about the other victims, and nothing else is going on in town, uh, Donnie. I guess nothing. Well, I did bring up something last week that didn't go over so well. It's that. Uh the guy doing videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no. no he's, we, listen, he's still out there doing it. Yeah, that's he fine. He just came to the Governor Police Station a couple of days ago, and, they, and he yeah. almost got arrested. Yeah, well, good, good. And, and, and by the way, if he heard, or if you or anyone heard, the conversation I had with a guy that did do legalized audits, the guy said right here on the radio station, whoever that guy was, that he wasn't doing it right to begin with, and he was obstru- obstrusive and illegal as hell. So no, just uh, I don't want to pay attention to someone that operates like that. And I don't think you do either, to tell you the truth, Donnie. You're better than that. Well, I'll be honest with you. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, and I'm just waiting it's, to read about it on News Junkies Police Blogger. Probably. It's reckless. All right. Thanks, Donnie. Thanks for the report. I'll talk to you. Yep, that's right. that's uh, Donnie. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, Glenn. What, what's happening? Once again, uh, I'm just going to let you know, the city is not responsible for tearing down people's houses that catch catch fire. All right. Let me, let me ask one question, though. Of course, a couple of years ago, remember when that bar... That lost its roof there on oh what is yep. yeah that that was a mandate to tear it down immediately. So what's the difference? Because the, the it was a structural hazard to the people in the neighborhood. Okay. And and it might have been a structural ha- hazard for people driving by at any given time too. Exactly. It was, okay. All right. No, so I was actually on duty for that one. All right. So so let's go back to a couple of things. This is our neighborhood. This this guy knows everything about ordinance. 
uh, and also about why houses aren't built on old lots because of ordinance or rules and regulations as well, which is a shame, but nonetheless, it's good to know. So there's a house near me. It went on fire, I'm going to say back in 16, 2007, maybe four or five years ago. I'm losing track. And so often when there is a house fire, and you know this, um, the house will be torn down almost immediately. Why is it some stay up as, as much as four or five years? If it's not a structural hazard, uh, the insurance company will not pay the owner. Ugh. That's the whole problem. The insurance company is the biggest problem. And there's nothing... They're not s- paying off the owner right. to get it torn down. Right. They won't tear it down. So if, if in this case, it might have to come down to like, like six years from now, it finally starts to fall down because of neglect and, and snow loads and so forth. Well, uh, let me put it this way, Glenn. Yeah. Make a report to the code enforcement office, office yeah. and they'll come out and take a look at it. I'm sure they have, by the way. I, I can tell you exactly where it is. It's on Boyd Street uh, and near the park. It's, it's a corner house. It was made out of cinder blocks, you know, those big stones. It's gray and blue. Right on the corner. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's Boyd or Cat. One or the other. Right on the. I'm 35 years in with this. Yeah. Yeah. So that that that's got to go. It's just an eyesore, and and who knows no, if kids no, actually. I know which one you're talking. About. Yeah, you know what I'm talking. It's got those big ass cinder block base to it. And at one yep. time, at one time or another, I'm sure, like like all homes, it was a beautiful home, but it went into disrepair and became a rental. But the from whole hell. thing is, is that it's privately owned. It sucks. Don't you agree? Yep. Don't you agree that something yes, should be... I, I'm sorry. That it, it's bad for you. Yeah. It's bad for the Well, city. it's a block away. <laughs> but it's, okay. I wouldn't want to live next to that. But thank you. Thank you for the update. I appreciate it. Okay. Well, thank Have you very much. One, yes, you too. So, you know, if you talk about something, you need answers, or if someone gives you clarification, it's already there. Excellent. It's good to see. Uh, getting down to the nitty-gritty, it's all 6 o'clock, and i got to do my taxes. I've been nervous all week. You know, I, I, I don't get just one W-2 form anymore. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm kind of working here, there, everywhere, trying to make a buck. So I'm, at the last minute, I'm trying to get up all my 1099s. So it's, uh, you know, and I'm not an accountant by any means. When people say, well, you got to do this in column two, and then you have to deduct that, and of course, then you lost. like, well, I have no idea what you're talking about. None. None whatsoever. So, uh. I, I got to get my act together. So that's at 7 o'clock. Wish me well. Uh, so it's that time of day where I got to be legal. And we're going to be legal right now. AM 1240 WE10 Watertown makes us legal. Up next, CBS News. And uh, I'll see you once again here with Joe Stanley tomorrow. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Linda.